0: we believe we're all descendants of Adam. We believe we all come from the same father. We're all created by God. And in that sense, we are the creation of God from all descended from Adam. But are we all the children of God? Not according to the Bible. Let me, in Ephesians chapter two, verse two, it says we're called as unbelievers, we would be called the sons of disobedience. In Ephesians 2, verse 3, it says we were children of wrath, even as the rest. In John chapter 8, verse 44, Jesus is speaking to the Pharisees and he refers to them. He says, you're of your father, the devil. Oh my goodness. could that, Is that really out of the mouth of Jesus Christ? Speaking of people and saying, you're of your father. They were claiming, no, we're children of Abraham. We're the, we're the promised children. He said, no, you're of your father, the devil the devil. in in Ephesians or excuse me in first John chapter three and verse 10, John makes this startling claim. He says, by this the children of God and the children of the devil are obvious. The one who does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor the one who does not love his brother. And so we we see that not everyone is a child of God. This is kind of a humanistic teaching. of of universal salvation and so on. Not true. There's a distinction here. The children of God, the children of the devil. Those who are born of God, those who are not. Those who are in the kingdom of God, those who are in the domain of darkness. Those who are on the path of destruction, those who are on the path of life. This is all very, very important that we understand. In our pluralistic society, we try and blur the line between those who are saved and those who aren't. And it undermines our evangelism. It undermines our desire and our, our urgency to lead others to Christ. Now, it doesn't mean we look down on other people. It doesn't mean we hold up our nose self-righteously. I'm a child of God and you're not. No, that's not the spirit here. But the spirit is that we understand that we are distinct. God's people were meant to be distinct. We are. We are. To, we're different. We're unique. We're the children of God. We're to be holy as he's holy, and we invite every person to come join us. That's why Jesus said what Jesus was talking to Nicodemus in John chapter 3. And Nicodemus, of course, was born a Jew. He was a leader of the Jews. And the Jews believed that because of their birth as the descendants of Abraham, they were the children, they were the chosen people. But Jesus said to Nicodemus, he said, you must be born again if you want to see the kingdom of God. See, Nicodemus was trusting in his first birth. He was trusting that being a Jew was enough. Of course, he was a keeper of the law and things of this nature, too. He was a good, faithful Jew. But Jesus said, no, if you want to see the kingdom of God, you must be born again. Nicodemus says, wait a minute, how can that be? I can't crawl back in my mother's womb and be born again, can I? And Jesus pointed out to him, no, no, you've had a physical birth. But if you want to see the kingdom of God, you must also have a spiritual birth. There are two births talked about in the Bible. We're all born physically, but not all of us are born again spiritually. And to, to see the kingdom of God, we must be born again spiritually. How does that happen? We find in 1 John chapter 1, beginning with verse 11, Jesus says, it says of Jesus in the prologue to the gospel here, it says, Jesus came to his own, and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, to these he gave the right to become the children of God, even to those who believe in his name, who are born not of flesh, nor of blood, nor the will of man, but are born of God. And so we see that the way to have this birth of God, to be born of the Spirit of God, to be born again spiritually, is that we must receive Jesus Christ. When we hear the message of Jesus, some people will not receive him. They will reject him. We must receive him. How do we do that? Through Even those who believe in his name. Through genuine faith, we receive him. And I think of uh, uh, to become a child of God, instead of you know rejecting Jesus, stay away from me, we open up, we say, come in. Come into my heart, come into my life. I receive you by faith. I believe in you. I trust in you. I have confidence. Come come and save me. You know as believers we become the children of God. And again 1 John chapter 3 verse 1, "See how great a love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the children of God." You know I've been a I've been a child of God most of my life now. I, I'm 63, almost 64 years old, and I came to Christ at age 15. That means for 48 years I've been a believer. I've been a child of God. These different things we're talking about. I've been justified, forgiven, redeemed. Maybe you've been a a child of God for a long time as well. It's easy to forget what it was like. It's easy to forget what it was like when I was a son of disobedience, when I was a child of wrath the confusion, the lostness, the insecurity, the fear. And what a great love. What a great love the Father has bestowed upon us, that he's delivered us from that. He's taken us out of that and he's made us children of God. What a great, behold, how great a love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we should be called the children of God. Verse, And he says, and such we are. Brother or sister, if you have received Jesus Christ, if you have believed in Jesus Christ, you're a child of God. Now, the the, the the enemy will want to accuse you and tell you you're not. He'll want to steal that away from you. He'll want to make you feel bad. He'll, he'll, he'll try and, and, and uh, distract you from this tremendous truth. But the reality is Jesus Christ has made you a child of God. What a, the, world doesn't, the world may not recognize that. The world may not honor you. The world may not see you as great, but God does. And he's the one who counts. God does. He's the one who counts. We are part of his royal family. You know, the royal family has been in the news recently. Roz and I, during this pandemic, have enjoyed watching the uh, Netflix show, The, uh, the Crown. And uh, boy, is that a dysfunctional family but it's quite interesting, quite different way of thinking than we here in America would think about uh, royalty. And it's kind of insightful as to how they are viewed. But, um, but, you know, as being part of God's royal family, we have some tremendous privileges. Our, our, we, we have access to God. He listens to us as a father would a child. He, We're told to call him not just father. You know, a lot of religions, they don't call God father. They don't refer to God as their father. They don't see it this way. Uh, Islam doesn't do this. Hinduism doesn't do this. Buddhism wouldn't do this. Christianity sees God as our father. And not only that, that we're told in Romans chapter eight and Galatians chapter three, to call him, chapter four, to call him Abba, father, daddy, father, a personal name. I know my grandkids call me Pop Pop. That's an endearing name, and and so to we're to call God Abba Father. We have these privileges. We can come to our Father. He hears our prayers. He's attentive to our cry. He he treats us as his own child. He cares for us. He watches over us. How about this one? Romans eight says we have we will share in his inheritance. Wow. Can you imagine sharing in the inheritance of God, sharing the inheritance of Christ himself? We have tremendous privileges as a child of God, but we also have responsibilities. Again, the royal family has been in the news and kind of the, you know, when their when they're, uh, problems spill out into the public, everybody's really curious and wants to gossip about it and, 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 and um, you know, see what's going on with the royal family. Well, you're part of the royal family. And you and I, the one thing we have is a deep responsibility to uphold the honor and the dignity of the family of which we are a part. This is really important. This is really important, Christians, brothers and sisters. We are. The name of God is slandered and blasphemed if we if our testimony is a bad one. Um, the, the the world hates us. And as we were seeing in First Peter when we studied that, if the world's going to hate us, let it be because we did right, not because we did wrong. Let's not be known as gossips, slanderers, thieves, immoral people. Let's not be known as bad people. If they're going to slander us, if they're going to hate us, if they're going to turn on us, might it be because we're walking in the light and the light that shines forth through us exposes the darkness. And that's why they don't like us. Let it be because we rise above. We're filled with a confidence, a faith, a joy. We love those who don't love us. We bless those who want to curse us. We forgive those who want to hurt us or have hurt us. This is what, the, if, if we suffer for these things, if the world hates us for this, if the world hates us because we're faithful in our marriage, we love our wife or our husband, we raise our children to be obedient, we we teach people to be loving, kind, good people. If the world hates us because of that, well, let him hate us. But we have a responsibility as members of this royal family, as children of of God himself, sons and daughters of God. We have so many privileges, so many privileges. Let's uphold our responsibility to bring honor to the name of our God by the ways we conduct our lives. Amen? Amen. Okay, we're going to pray about this. And again, I do want to thank anyone who's joining me today. And if this is your first time, make sure you subscribe and, and and stay with us. There's power in the Word of God and power in prayer. And I've said it before, I'll say it again. Stick with us day after day after day after day here. Come back, get the Word of God in your life, get these devotionals, get these teachings. And as we pray about it, it'll make a difference in you. I know it because there's power in God's Word. All right, let's pray. Father in heaven, We bless you today with all of our heart, and we thank you that we can call you Father. Oh, what a great love you have shown upon us that we should be called the sons and daughters, the children of God. We once weren't. We acknowledge and confess that we were sons of disobedience. We were children of wrath. We were in the domain of darkness. We were on the path of destruction. We were were in the wrong kingdom, going the wrong way, and Lord, sometimes we might not even have realized it. We might have thought we were doing right when we were blinded and deceived. And we thank you that you have opened our eyes to the reality of who Jesus Christ is. We thank you that you've given us the understanding He is our Savior, He's the one who makes us the children of God. Jesus, it is you we we believe, we, we receive freshly. You came to your own and your own did not receive you. But to those of us who have received you, that is to those of us who believe on your name, to us, Jesus, you have given the right to become the children of God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We thank you that you have, we have a great inheritance awaiting us. Lord, you're, you're going to we don't understand all of what that will be, but you are the king of the universe. You own it all. And we're your sons and daughters, and we thank you that you you will you have called us. We will reign with you forever and ever. We'll have a role in managing this universe. We'll have a role in in Lord, all the things that we need, everything we need, Lord, will be there. And we thank you that you're our provider now. What a gracious God you are. Lord, you've created a world that produces so much food and so much what what a wonderful world we live in and we thank you that we're recipients of so much bounty, so much goodness. And we thank you you take care and you provide. Lord, sometimes miraculously, sometimes supernaturally, sometimes just the result of our work and labor, but you've made a way and you take care of your children. We thank you, you hear our prayers. Lord, day after day we come to you in prayer. We thank you. We're not just praying into the air or into cyberspace or something, but our God is listening. What a privilege! What a, what an honor! What a what a what a treasure, Father, that you would listen to the prayers of us. And we bless you and we praise you. We pray, Father, today, that as your children, we would bring you honor. We pray that as your children, we would not dishonor the family name. Help us, Father, today to live as the royal children of God. Help us to live as if the Spirit of God lives in us. Help us to be holy as our Father is holy. We we want to be like that child who grows up to be the spitting image of his dad, who grows up to, to embrace the mannerisms and the, the ways of his father. As your children, we want to grow up to be like you. We want to look to you, Lord. We want to admire you, worship you. We want to embrace what you're like, your values, your character, your nature. Thank you that you you don't want us to be like the children of the flesh. You want us to walk in love, goodness, kindness, holiness, uprightness, truth, the dignity that comes of being faithful fully human, and fully alive through Jesus Christ. So today, we bless you. Today, we honor you. You're our Father. And as you're our Father, we love you. Abba, we praise you today. <laughs> Lead us in all that we do. Help us, Father, to be alert to every opportunity to serve others today. Help our life to be about serving and loving and caring. We thank you that you will you will bring all that we need, but you want to use us to give to others. Help us to realize today, Father, that we might be the answer to someone's prayer. Someone who's been asking, who's been praying to you, someone who's been worried or lonely or fear, fearsome, even with this COVID and so forth. Lord, someone who's maybe prayed to you and is looking for an answer. We could be the answer to that prayer. You might send us today, to be the answer to someone's cry to you for help. Help us to be alert on our on our spiritual antenna attentive. Fill us with the joy of the Lord. This is our strength. Fill us with your wisdom. You said if we lack wisdom, we can ask and you would give it to us. Give us the right words to say to people, Lord, if we ever feel tongue-tied or don't know what to say. Help us, Lord, to just know, trust that you will give us the words we need when we need them fill us with love for people who are even unlovable, fill us with kindness towards people who've not been kind to us, fill us with forgiveness towards people who've hurt us. Lord, might today be a day we rise above and that we truly, truly are, are not walking as mere flesh, walking according to the flesh, but we're walking as the sons and daughters of God. Fathers, we're one year into this pandemic here. We pray for our nation. We continue to cry out for a revival in our land we cry out for many millions of people to be turning to you, Lord, in this uh, time of where people are fearing death and fearing for their health. We want to put our trust in you. Our trust is in you, Father. We're looking to you for answers. We're looking to you to heal our land. We're praying that our nation would have a new birth of repentance and faith in Jesus Christ, a new love for what is right, good and true. A rejection of the Lord. We've we've been celebrating evil, and we've been exalting that which is evil and wrong and sinful. And Lord, I pray that we would learn to exalt what is true and right and good, and and uh, and thus be honoring you. We pray for a revival in our land, raise up mighty churches, raise up mighty evangelists, raise up mighty teachers of your word. Might they be known throughout the land? Help us, Lord, in every area where we can have influence to be faithful, Lord, not to be looking on the areas where we have no effect, but to be faithful within the sphere you've given us. We pray these things, we bless you today, and we give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Okay, folks, hey, thanks for joining me today. You're a child of God, isn't that something? You are a child of God. And so today we're going to live like that. We're going to, we're going to stand up with knowing that we have a, we're part of a great bloodline. We have a great heritage and we are going to live today as children of God. Amen. Okay. And again, thanks for joining me. I hope, by the way, you do subscribe to my email newsletter at tomthepreacher.com where often I will write about the things we talk about here. So you can have some notes and some reminders of the things that we talk and pray about here. Remember, if you can't watch here on YouTube, you can always download this on a podcast at Apple, Spotify, and Google, and you can listen on your device at your leisure. Help spread the word, okay? Let's build our audience. Let's build our team. Let's build this church. Let's build this group of believers that are committed to learn the word of God every day and prayer every day. All right? God bless you. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow morning right here, and uh, you have a great day. Bye-bye.